This is the Best of the Adam Gold Show podcast, brought to you by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. Even though he's in Hawaii, he would talk with us uh, on the radio. How are you, sir? Good, Adam. What's going on, buddy? Oh, man. Uh, There's a lot going on. I spent a lot of time talking about Lamar Jackson today. So let me start with that. Is there another reason beyond the contract and what he wants that Lamar Jackson hasn't already signed with Baltimore or an offer sheet with another team? Well, I mean, he, he, he told the Ravens, what, on March 2nd, that he wanted to be traded. So, um, listen, I, there has to be, because I find it comical and laughable that teams like the Commanders and their quarterback options and Arthur Blank and his quarterback options are going so far out of their way to say whatever they can think of that will not only keep Lamar Jackson from being signed, but also, quite frankly, do the bidding of the Baltimore Ravens. Um, You know, Lamar Jackson is 26 years old. He's in his prime. Mm -hmm. He's had an MVP season before. He's led the team to the playoffs multiple times. He's won a playoff game. Yet every other quarterback in the NFL in his situation, whether it's Dak Prescott or anybody you want to talk about who has had injuries and has had failures in the postseason, has had no problems getting a contract. Yet in a, in a quarterback-starved league, you have someone at 26 and the Tampa Bay Bucks are willing to go down the Baker Mayfield route <laughs> over Lamar Jackson. Okay, Sam Darnold is going to compete for the starting job in San Francisco, according to the front office. <laughs> give me a break. Like, give me a break. You, you can't pretend like you think we can believe this. Right. Here's, here's, here's where I am, because the contract he's demanding is... Well, hold on. Hold on. Here, here's the other thing, though. Real, real quickly, right? Yeah. To, to have a de- contract demand, someone's actually going to have to talk to Lamar. No one's even talking to him. Like, they're not even having a conversation so how can you even make some sort of observation about a contract demand if you're not talking to the dude? Well, hasn't he sort of made it like first of all, I believe that Lamar Jackson wants the the Deshaun Watson contract because yeah. it's or, it's already out there. So if that's the starting point, I yeah. understand why the rest of the league cuz nobody's friends with Jimmy Haslam now. Uh, I understand yeah. why the rest of the league doesn't want to do this. Um, and they hide behind, well, we want to win, we want to win, but you have this guy out there who's available for two first-round picks if you are willing to do that. Uh, Is there anybody that you think would cross that Rubicon and become that team, that owner, that will sign him to that contract? And if so, why haven't they? Uh, Well, listen, it only takes one. And mm-hmm. we've seen it happen time and time again. And it only took one team, Jimmy Haslam and the Browns, to offer up everything that Deshaun Watson wanted, right? But I do find it really interesting that when the Deshaun Watson contract came into fruition, about this time last year, it was at the NFL owners' meetings, the first person to say how terrible that contract was for the NFL was Ravens owner Steve Bishotti. Yep, He was the first one. And I'd also, I would also like to know, Okay, how were the Ravens so sure about what the market was going to be for Lamar Jackson? How were they so confident that they knew that no one 
would be taking a flyer on this guy. Look, no one likes to talk about the C word mm -hmm. collusion, and it's very hard to prove. But are you kidding me? When there's a bidding war for almost everybody else, including a guy who had 25 allegations of sexual assault. 25, not one, not two, not five. <laughs> 20 plus five. Yeah. Okay. And somebody was willing to go all in on him. And this guy, who's had a demonstrably better career, and I don't want to hear the injury thing either, by the way. The injury thing is so bogus, okay? Um, Joe Burrow got injured, missed a lot of time. Mm -hmm. He's not having any issues. Oh, well, can we? He runs around a lot. Yep. Dak Prescott has missed significant time twice in mm -hmm. his career. Uh, once with the ankle, and then this past season, he missed five games. He had no problem securing the bag, and they're going to have to rework his deal again. Yeah. So that argument is completely BS to me. And if we're being honest with it, if the Ravens and and uh, Lamar were on better standing at the end of this past season, he might have come back and played. But he was protecting himself. Yeah. So you can't say, oh, look at all this time he's missed. That does not wash at all. I agree 100%. By the way, Deshaun Watson, the guy who got the contract, also missed time with the torn ACL. And if I'm not mistaken, didn't play a game for two years. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> for for it's, 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 it. <laughs> There's not an argument. There's not an argument the NFL owners are putting out there that makes any sense. All right, so here's one. here's where I want to go with Trey Wingo on this particular, and this will end our Lamar the, the Lamar Jackson portion of the conversation. If whatever team, let's just say it's the Jets who are dealing with their own quarterback issues, and we're going to go there next. If the Jets decided, you know what, we're going to give that contract to Lamar Jackson. So here's five years, two hundred and forty million dollars, fully guaranteed. How fast would Steve Bashotti match that contract? Well, that's, I think that's the other thing here, right? I think a lot of teams feel like all we're doing is matching, doing the work for the Ravens. And mm -hmm. that, that's the thing that is problematic here. And oh, by the way, we can talk about the Jets because there's no chance they're doing that. They right. <laughs> there's zero chance they're right, doing that. Right, I know. That. But, but, but I, I do think that's, that's, a, that's an underlying issue that I think is fair. But then come out and say it. Like, don't hide behind all this other crap. You know what I mean? That's what they do. If you, if, just say, look, if we make this offer, uh, there's a chance that it doesn't matter anyway because the Ravens are just going to match it. So why are we doing the work for them? That I would respect. That I could say, oh, okay, that makes sense to me. I understand that. But to hide behind all, all this other garbage is just nonsense. I would love to have an owner say, look, Nobody wants to give this contract. Nobody wants to be the owner that does what Jimmy Haslam did. But yeah. I, I firmly, say that. Right, but nobody will. But I firmly believe that Baltimore is hoping that somebody else does. So they're not the impetus for them because they have built their entire franchise around Lamar Jackson. As the Jets exactly. have built their entire offseason around trading for Aaron Rodgers, who became the first person ever to publicly say into the universe that I want to be traded to the Jets. I don't believe anybody has ever said that before. I can say that as a recovering Jets fan, Trey Wingo. How does yeah. this play out? Will it wait until June when no. the dead cap hit is lower? No, uh, it's going to happen because you, you can designate someone for that okay. way before then. That happens all the time. It's going to happen sooner than people think. Uh, you know, you mentioned Joe Douglas, and he was asked about it at the NFL owners meetings. Would he consider Lamar Jackson? And his answer was very telling. He said, no, we're far, we're far too far down the road with Aaron Rodgers to even consider that. Aaron Rodgers is going to be the Jets' starting quarterback. And a lot of people say that, you know, the Packers have all this leverage. Really? 
Do they? I don't think I mean, so do either. They really? Do they really have all this leverage? I mean, they could. You're right. Technically, they could hold out till September if they wanted. How does that help them? <laughs> How does that help them in any way, shape, or form? When every day, every question to every player and every coach and the president, what's going on there in Rogers? What's going on with Rogers? What's going on with Rogers? And then you're really going to risk the idea of the Jets saying, "Well, screw it then," and then you've got a 60 million a dead cap hit the following year. No, yeah. you need to mitigate this now, and you need to mitigate it so you can get potential of the draft. It's going to happen. Yeah, but this will be the year. If the Packers drag it out, this will be the year that Rodgers shows up to all the offseason activities to, just to make it a real problem for Green Bay. Yeah. And and he would do that. Oh, sure. Oh, uh, Aaron, Aaron has become, I, I don't think people understand just how much he's become like Brett. Like Brett, I mean, yeah. this following not just following the obvious pattern of going to the Jets. Although Favre didn't really want to go to the Jets, he just had to go there first to get back to where he wanted to go. Uh, right. But it's it's following the same pattern. I use the joke all the time. There is a Crocs store on in Times Square. Just in case anybody's curious. <laughs> so you could use that. Oh feel feel yeah. free to work that in. Um, I will. Is Rogers still a top? I don't know, five, seven quarterback in the league that can take the Jets where they want to be? Well, first of all, it, you know, last year um, there was a lot of things that went against him. Obviously, he lost a lot of his weapons. Devontae mm-hmm. Adams was gone. It took a while for Watson to find his form. Uh, but Aaron Rodgers can still play. There's no question about it. But let's take it one step further. Let's assume that this thing gets done very it – it, it's going to get done. So sure. when it gets done, let's forget is he a top-five quarterback in the NFL – is he a top five quarterback in the AFC? <laughs> Good point. I mean, I mean I, the, 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 here's the way I read the, the top quarterbacks in the AFC. Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. Patrick Mahomes on one leg. <laughs> Joe Burrow. Josh Allen. Justin Herbert. Trevor Lawrence. I mean, like, Aaron might be the fifth best quarterback in the AFC. The fifth best quarterback in the AFC and maybe the second best quarterback in his own division. How about Russell Wilson with Sean Payton in Denver? Yeah. Yeah. I, I loved what Sean said at the NFL owners meetings about last year's film. He said it was hard to watch. Oh, wow. Um, Sean, Sean. Adam Golden Studio with my man, Coach Pete DeRuta, Capital Financial Advisory Group. You have a 401k, but you're changing jobs. You're taking that 401k with you. Next step. Well, a lot of people leave it behind, which is not a good thing. I mean, if you're not at the company anymore, your 401k shouldn't either. And that's when it's time for my 401k survival Oh, oh look box at that. Set. You see it right here. I've got workbooks, <laughs> guidebooks, DVDs in here that explain everything about your 401k. More importantly, how to build a lifetime income. It's a $300 value. I'm also going to give you a total retirement plan, which is a $1,000 value for the next 18 of you who call right now. No cost or obligation. Call. 888-843-0013 or text Adam to 600-700. Adam Gold is a paid spokesman. Investment advisory services offered by Capital Financial Advisory Group, a North Carolina registered investment advisor. If anyone can fix it, Sean can fix it. But Russell needs to fix himself, okay? Like, the thing about Russell and the Sacks, that goes back to Seattle. That's a, that, that was a problem they had mm-hmm. when he was in Seattle. But, you know, it was working back then. And he had receivers that he knew and trusted, um, that never came to fruition this season in Denver. So, you know, they can bring in all the offensive line help that they have, but unless Russell modifies the way he plays, those things are still going to be persistent. Trey Wingo, before we let you go, a couple of very quick things. First of all, about Russell, how much of that off-the-field drama, have my own office on a separate floor, how much of that matters to this situation? 
it matters so much that that was the first thing Sean Payton addressed when he took the job. And I think that that's all you can say. He said, yeah, we're not doing that anymore. That's not happening anymore. Like those were the one of the first things he said when he took the job and he was asked about it. And he could have said, well, we'll talk about it or we'll see what happens. No, he put it out there publicly. So Russell Wilson basically knew there's a new sheriff in town and his name is Sean Payton. All right, final thing. And this goes back a couple of years. Sometimes you don't realize when your window is open and when it might be closing. The Buffalo Bills were this close to winning the game in Kansas City and getting... Uh, actually, would have would have only been to the to the conference finals because that was a quarterfinal right. game. Um, and to me, Sean McDermott blew it at the end. Uh, a lo- no question. Thirteen lo- seconds. Thirteen yeah. seconds. There's no way you can lose that game, and they lost that game. I understand it's Patrick Mahomes, but how much pressure are they under as an organization to do it this year? Because it's hard to keep recycling this with the nature of the salary cap in the league. I, I think I think you're onto something. In fact, I'm talking about that later today with the folks at Pro Football Network. Um, you know, they're losing parts now, and they still have Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs is still there. And although I think some of the shine has come off Gabe Davis a little bit, yeah, uh, and he's he's come back to earth a little bit. But yeah, like I, I walking into this season, I adamantly believe the Kansas City Chiefs and the Cincinnati Bengals are superior football teams in that conference, and for as good as they've been for this run. They literally have one AFC championship game appearance to show for it. One appearance, mm-hmm. not a win, one appearance. Uh, and Divisional round losses all around that. So uh, you have to wonder, have they missed the mark? I think that's a fair question. Trey Wingo, I only ask fair questions, and I appreciate your time. Give me a master's pick, and then we'll say goodbye for an, to, until another time. Uh, I like Tony Finau this year. Wow. Uh, you know, he's, he's, he's finally got some, some wins under his belt. Okay. Uh, and uh, he's a birdie machine, and uh, I would love to see Tony break through and, and take the green jacket. He makes everybody smile. Tony, you can't help but smile yeah. when you watch Tony Fino. Uh, Trey Wingo at Wingo's 33rd team, Pro Football Network, Caesars Sportsbook, uh, the, the half forgotten history. Did I leave anything out? Uh, uh, no, you're good. Oh, PGA Tour Live. There, oh, there you go, PGA Tour Live. Uh, yeah. Trey, enjoy Hawaii. I'll talk to you soon. Cheers, my friend. You got it. I chose William Peace because of the personalized education it offers, which allows students to truly know their professors. It's really possible to make genuine connections with your professors and learn intentionally here and dive deep into what you're passionate about. A 12 to 1 student to faculty ratio is just one of the many reasons students choose William Peace University. Extra attention starts day one for career planning with their Career Services Center. Find out all they have to offer at peace.edu.